good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Good evening. It's six o'clock Eastern time on the East Coast here. Welcome in, everybody. Welcome in. Welcome in. It's your boy here, Scott from Oak Society. He's here with his special co-host. In just a moment, I will announce him. And we're going to have a good time tonight. I was scrambling, ladies and gentlemen, scrambling. I had some uh, stuff to do early in the day, getting prepared for another storm, getting the ice off the sidewalks, getting the uh, getting the groceries, the incoming storm tomorrow, and, of course, the Super Bowl, if anybody's watching that. But didn't know if I was going to be able to pull a show here together tonight, but here we are anyways, and we're going to bring, bring, bring in the fire tonight. Welcome in. Welcome in, everybody. We are streaming on DLive, on Twitch, on WokeSocieties.tv, and of course, on Foxhole. If you guys haven't got on Foxhole yet, you need to go there now. And how do you do that? You go to Pill.net, you make a free account on a censor-free platform, and then you go to TheFoxhole.app, and you sign up for a free account there to watch all your favorite streamers and all that good stuff. And yes, I am wearing a new hat, and I will explain in just a moment why I'm wearing this hat because there was some conspiracy theories going on in my email about the hats I was wearing and I, I can't help we're gonna talk about it tonight and as you guys can see here I have a special co-host with me his name is I find it his logo he's gonna stay a non anon for right now but his logo is up on the top right of my screen here as you guys can see he's gonna be co-hosting with me and LB thanks so much for the diamond he's gonna be co-hosting with me today because I needed to fill up more time as I was scrambling so Welcome in, I find it. What's going on, Woke fam? What's going on, Scott? How you doing today, man? Great, brother. Great. I'm glad you can join me tonight. Glad you can hang out with me on the show tonight. I usually I don't have co-hosts on the show, but tonight we're giving it we're giving it a run, and it should be a good time and all that good stuff. So as the music winds down, ladies and gentlemen, we'll get into the sponsor of tonight's stream and we'll get this show on the road. Everybody, yes, people are on Foxhole, and guys, I'm telling you, the chat is so, so close. It's so close. I can taste it. It's going to be here extremely soon. I promise you. Um, once that chat is established over on Foxhole, we will be getting everybody and anybody over to that platform. We're going to move everyone off D Live, off all these platforms that have screwed us over on multiple occasions. We're going to be that is going to be our castle in our home. Just V, hi boy genius. He's saying hi, buddy. <laughs> thanks for the diamond, Just V. Appreciate it. Methods. Thanks for hosting me, my brother. Appreciate that very much. And yes, guys, you can donate still on DLive. I still have my lemons here. Don't know why, but I do. And of course, guys, if you want to donate directly to the show, that's going to keep this keep this flowing, keep this channel going on a full-time basis, send me a Cash App donation. I don't have PayPal anymore. Send me the Cash App. I will also read that on the air just like a Super Chat would. So all that good stuff. So, ladies and gentlemen, let's get into tonight's sponsor, Brought to you by Alula Wellness slash Breakthrough M2, which is my mother's uh, diet business. And we're going to start there. So Breakthrough M2 is a fast, effective, healthy weight loss program that uses homeopathic liquid drops and a structured, balanced diet. The drops support the body's ability to help to clean and get rid of abnormal toxic fat that your body doesn't need abnormal fat. 
While in the program, you will take your drops three times a day before breakfast, lunch, and dinner. We use a detailed food list and exact amounts that help you easily plan your breakfast, lunch, and dinner. You will drink 90 ounces of water or half your body weight and ounces of water, whichever is greater every day. And in five to six weeks, the average weight loss for a woman is 20 to 25 pounds and men can lose 30 to 40 pounds. Doing our program teaches you how to make the best decisions for your body to help you keep the weight off. This can be the last diet you ever do. So go check it out, ladies and gentlemen, at lulawellness.com. And when you go to the link that my mods are dropping now, it's going to bring you to the sign-up sheet where you can get get the information you want. This will set you up with a consolation phone call with a coach to answer any additional questions you have. Ladies and gentlemen, I did this diet three years ago, and I lost 30 pounds myself in three weeks. I'm going to be starting. I actually started today. The first two days of this diet are the best because you actually have to gain weight Um, I think you have to gain five to seven pounds within the first two days. And then the rest of it is the boot is the boot camp diet going from there. It's intense, but it's well worth it. It's all natural. Check it out. Alulawellness.com. And remember when you support my sponsors, you support this channel. So I find it. Welcome in brother. I'm so glad to have you in today. We're going to go through a bunch of, um, quick articles as we always do on the show here. So are you ready, my friend? Oh yeah, man. I'm ready. I love, love, love these kicks. And, uh, I love calling out all the BS. There's never a shortage of it, is there? <laughs> never, man. Never a shortage. So, I'm glad. yes, thank you, uh, my Twitch. Hey, Woke Fam. Woke Fam is strong. You guys are fantastic. Alan Foxhole, you guys are crushing it. We're going to have a good time tonight. So, guys, this is going to be the first thing up on the docket tonight. This, this to me, this girl, this woman, again, I've said it before. I don't know how Jen Psaki got this job. She is not qualified at all for this. And in the latest, in the latest uh, gaffe, I guess you could say, she had no idea that Joe Biden signed an executive order to uh, for a catch and release. And what we're going to show here, ladies and gentlemen, is that moment of when she realizes that Biden actually signed this and she didn't know. Watch her scramble through her pages as she tries to figure out what this reporter is talking about. What's being done about um, what, what is being done, what could be done to provide COVID testing to migrants at the border? Because right now the U.S. Customs and Border Protection is saying that they're having to catch and release some migrants without giving them any kind of, of COVID test uh, before they're entering the community. So what what is being done? What could be done? Are you, are you suggesting they're letting people in across the border without testing them? Or just tell me a little bit more. They're, they're what being released. They're having to, because of the uh, executive order that the president signed earlier this week. Which, which executive? Which one? Rescinding <laughs> uh, President Trump's policy, which stopped catch and release. Um, they're saying that they're having to provide, they're having to release some migrants into the community before they know for sure that they do not have COVID and they're worried that it could uh, spread in the community. Is there anything being done at the, at the federal level uh, to make sure that this is not contributing to the spread of coronavirus in this country? Well, certainly the reason we've put in a number of protections uh, in terms of travel and otherwise is to keep the American people safe. But I I haven't seen that report. I can't validate the accuracy of it, but I'd certainly point you to the Department of Homeland Security for more specifics about. Oh, my gosh. She wants to divert (laughs) to the Homeland Security. She can't she can't confirm the validity. I mean, lady, the, the she's signed like 50 executive orders now or something. And you're going to deflect and say, oh, we need to check in with the Homeland Homeland Security. You're basically saying you can't verify what the president, your president's already done. I find it. What do you think about this, man? This is to me, this is a complete embarrassment of the administration. At some point, 
they're going to move this lady off to a, they're going to say they promoted her or some shit, but really that's saying she's doing a terrible job and they didn't want to embarrass her and fire. What do you think, man? Man, it's almost so bad. It looks on purpose. I mean, she, (laughs) at the very end, even she says, uh, you know, it's basically like, I have no idea what I'm talking about. So I'm going to point you to somebody who might. (laughs) Right. The non-racist, uh, Homeland Department of Homeland Security that wants to, uh, take down Trump, uh, domestic terrorists. That's exactly where she's pointing this person to go to. But yeah, man, it's just a, it's just a joke. And every time now, this is like what I was saying on the show a couple days ago there this she is not no one's watching her now to get um real news updates they're literally just screen recording now and people especially us out here to get to get uh to get video clips of this woman and completely embarrass her because it's terrible and yes the lizard the lizard uh what was your name the lizard d the lizard p it is horrific it's horrific to watch it absolutely is but want to transition gears here to another Breitbart article talking about how politicians are going to be using marijuana legalization to get rich. And the only reason why I wanted to bring this up is because our governor out here, Andrew Cuomo, who is getting buried by his own people, the media are getting buried by their own by his own people. They're getting sick and tired of Cuomo. One of the first things that uh, Cuomo said after Trump was uh, he officially lost after the 20th was, look, guys. We're going to open up the city again and we're going to legalize marijuana. And the thing is, the thing is, I find it that anytime that a Democrat wants to get behind something and they're fully behind it without any resistance, there is always something going on in the background that you just cannot trust. And what am I talking about? Peter, uh, who is this? Uh, Peter Schweizer talking about how politicians are only doing this to, again, fill their pockets with money. What's happening in these uh, states where marijuana is being legalized is that the politicians meeting most times, the governor, sometimes other state cabinet officials get to pick and choose who is the one that's going to get the gold mine. And that's get that's going to get limited, get a limited license and a controlled market is going to be able to actually sell marijuana legally. And guess what? By virtue, the fact that they get to pick who gets the licenses is not just the state governments who are going to make money. It's actually the politicians themselves. They're getting all rich through this legalized scheme. It's not really about personal freedom. It's not about medical marijuana. It's about politicians finding yet another pocket in which they can enrich themselves. And I can tell you right now, man, out here in New York, the medicinal marijuana has been out here, but it's like you have to suffer some pretty severe things to even to even touch it. And Cuomo has put such a restriction on it that to even get it, it's an entire process in itself. It's expensive. And you might as well, you might as well go to your your local drug dealer and get some weed off of them uh, than going through all this mess. But this is not a surprise, right? It's never about safety. It's never about um, it's never about any of that. It's always about the money, right? No, man. This isn't about the cure. This isn't about helping people. You know, they're gonna they're gonna overprice this. They're gonna make you go through all this rigmarole to get your licenses and your certifications just to be able to walk into these stores. And you know, the whole time. You know, these, there's people out there that really need this, that are, that are having seizures or whatnot, and, and they need this medicine, and now it's going to cost the same as the insulin, you know? It's just going to rise and rise and rise, all the while, you know, all these politicians are going to be filling their pockets. And I, yep. and I mean, I want to mention, like, even the guys that are on TV screaming, you know, they hate marijuana, they hate all this. They're going to be getting dollars in their pockets, too. You know, don't doubt that for a second. <laughs> These fake Ranos, right, that want to pretend like they're uber Christian, no drugs, no ever. These same guys will be the same ones cashing in just like the rest of them. Absolutely, man. I totally agree. There's no doubt about that. And just speaking about, you know, Cuomo and just governors alone, let's look at what's going on on the West Coast, because to me, this is very fascinating. We were talking about um, Newsom 
getting um, recall, possibly getting recall, but they have to get these signatures. They need a one and a half million signatures. And I think the last time I checked, they are at 1.4 million. And the replacement that people are thinking about is none other than Richard Grinnell. And this is also from Breitbart talking about Trump allies look to Grinnell for potential California governor as Newsom recall gains momentum. And I would absolutely love to see this. And it still says it's still not clear yet if California uh, Democrat Governor Newsom will even face a recall election this year. But if he does, allies of former President Donald Trump are buzz about one potential candidate, former acting DNI Richard Grinnell. And all eyes on Trump world are on Grinnell, who served as U.S. ambassador to Germany before Trump appointed him. And by the way, they should let the press know about this because Pete uh, Buttplug out there in Texas they were announcing that he was the first uh, openly gay cabinet member, which is total BS. They're just memory holing Grinnell here, but the man gave us so much D class in the few in the in the few um, in the time that he was there, which was not long at all. But would that would that even be a job that um, Grinnell would even want? Man, I can't imagine. <laughs> California was already a mess before COVID. Now it's even more of a shit show. I mean, I'm sure I know Grinnell loves California. Is that something would he even want to take on? I can't imagine, man, but I can't think of anyone better as far as a governor. That would even maybe convince me not to move to Florida and go to California. What do you think? I mean, personally, I think we would all love to see Rick Grinnell, you know, take over California. Now, he may look at this and just say, I'm not touching that. I'm, I'm not because I can't even do anything with that. Who knows, man? But, <laughs> right. you know, I. I'm also looking uh, looking at those signature audits. I, I fully expect them to call for a recount. You know, like, let's turn this all around. Let's recount these signatures. I don't believe it. So, you know, yeah. I guess we'll just see what happens with it. I think it would be awesome to see if he were to actually get in and then he bought, and then he finds all the all the ballots that, um, that California went through <laughs> and he does a complete audit for the entire state and we find out that California really did flip red. And I still think it did, but that would be great. I would absolutely love that. And I'm seeing everyone in the chat saying um <laughs> what do you guys think in the chat a lot of people are saying they would love rich grinnell some people saying they don't want rich grinnell that's very interesting i wonder why is there a split opinion on grinnell what do you guys know that i don't very interesting but guys i just want to look at this other article here from the washington examiner and this is why it's so i've never seen a politician that went into politics they usually come out richer but when do you ever see a politician that comes out losing almost half of their of their value as an entity and as a person well none other than our our commander-in-chief that's no longer with us right now trump washington examiner talking about this trump lost two billion dollars two billion dollars while serving as president that's that's with a b b as in boy that's a lot of money Former President Donald Trump lost close to half of his wealth during his time serving as president. Trump left office with a net worth of $2.5 billion, down from $4.5 billion when he announced his candidacy for president in 2015. Trump was number 121 on Forbes' list of wealthiest Americans when he entered when he entered office. He saw his net worth fall from $3.1 billion in 2019 to the current $2.5 billion amid an economic recession brought on by government lockdowns that severely hit industries where Trump held many assets. Multiple entities also cut ties with the former president during the winning days of his admin after he faced accusations of inciting the January 6th Capitol riot, which we all know is bullshit. Um, he didn't cite anything. These actions were taken and planned for weeks and days ahead. But my God, man, he lost over half of his net worth just for being president. And again, I there's so many things you could say about it. But for me, the, the, the one that's glaring the most is 
the establishment is trying to make an example of anybody saying if you if anyone comes in here and tries to pull this again we're, we're going to bury you you're going to lose almost everything and to lose a couple billion dollars man i don't think that's anything to sneeze at no absolutely not man and and you know this drives home that old point that he was not a politician you know, anybody that's going to come up to you and say he's just like every every other politician, just like every – no, it's, it's all a lie. Because, I mean, we see the money that he lost. We saw him donate his salary. I mean, you can't you can't deny that, you know? That's right. And a lot of people forget that. He did donate his salary, and I think he gave a lot of it back to veterans or, or – he gave it back to somebody. I can't remember organizations, if it was charities. He was giving it to people that deserve the money. And I've never, I've never seen a politician do that either. So that's a great point. Rasika 108 with the diamond. Thank you so much for the donation. And Dury, Dury Duras diamond. Biden's favorite cannabis strain is Girl Scout cookies. <laughs> <laughs> awesome, awesome message. And I, yeah, man, I don't, that's, you're probably right. You're probably right. And Susan, thank you so much for the, uh, for the donation. Love, I find it. You're already getting love, I find it. That's awesome. Thank you so much for the cast donation. Awesome. And I love y'all back. Albol Noli with a diamond. Trump rocks. He absolutely does. He absolutely does. And it's so, and yes, we do miss him. I miss his tweets. I really miss his tweets, but it's absolutely crazy. But this is something I'm not going to miss and something I just, I don't understand at all why this was put outside. From the Gateway Pundit, bizarre glass portrait of Kamala Harris installed in the National Mall in D.C., as you can see, I don't know, man. This isn't, I'm sure you can see this. This isn't really a flattering picture of Kamala Harris. <laughs> it looks like she's uh, she's just bloated. And uh, I guess apparently this was put out there by the National Woman's History Museum. And, I, you know, I, I guess if you cheated your way into the... Uh, into the election, I guess that's what they're... Oh, oh, she's breaking the glass ceiling. Oh, <laughs> okay. What's your take on this, man? Because this thing was six feet tall by six feet wide. And it's just a... I don't know, man. It's just a fugly picture of her, of her face just in glass shards. What do you think? There's only one thing I want to see with this. I just want to see a guy walk up in a Sparta costume and just kick that thing in the water. That's all all I want to see. I want to see a viral video of this thing just getting kicked right there. That would be so awesome. I mean, the glass is already broken, but, you know, whatever. Let's just get this thing in the water. Yeah, he just screams, this is America, and kicks that shit right into the water. (laughs) I would absolutely love to see that, man. Yeah, just this whole thing is just weird to me. Look, I have no problem. I had no problem if there's a woman VP, a woman president, even if they were a gay, if even if they were a gay president, I wouldn't even care. If they're America first values, I don't care what you are. It's just, we know what happened with this election. And again, it's just, it's just them pushing this into her face. And I saw Sookie just put in the uh, DLive chat, barf. Absolutely barf. It is barf. Who wants to take pictures of that? We all saw what her stepdaughter looked like with her hairy armpits, but my God. Dear Lord, Patriot714 with the Ninja Guinea. Thanks, Sky. Turn my brother on to you and loves the show. I'm glad, Patriot714, that you and your brother and um, are enjoying the show. And I just ask all of you to continue spreading the word about our show. Get the links out there. This is, we are not on big tech platforms anymore. So the only way we're going to grow is if you all out there share this show with everybody that you know and get them to these platforms. And eventually, we're going to condense these platforms to the ones that we really believe in. And again, that's Foxhole and uh, platforms like Gab as well. Well, get on out there, absolutely. And last thing before we get to our funny video of the day, Hunter Biden's video is making huge headlines out in China, and it's actually a bestseller, believe it or not. 
coincidence, right? This is from Becker News. Hunter Biden is publishing a memoir that is already a big hit with the Chinese. And apparently, I think this was on Amazon. Yeah, this was Amazon. It's a number one bestseller in Chinese biographies, which to me, you know, none of these Chinese people are reading that shit. They all know what's going on here. They know exactly um, they're, they're only buying this book because maybe they they knew Hunter Biden helped uh, negotiate a lot of these deals or a part of these to give access to the White House back in the day. And now Hunter's daddy, the big guy, is going to be, he's in there now. But I just thought this was pretty hilarious. This says, Hunter Biden is a big hit with the Chinese and now. By all appearances, that includes his new biography about overcoming drug addiction, presumably, which will be called Beautiful Things, a memoir. The Chinese just can't get enough Hunter Biden. It's already getting rush of orders in the Chinese biography section. And I, and the thing is, I find it, I don't even believe that. A bunch of these rich Chinese companies could just be buying these books to make it look like they actually care about this dude. I'm not buying it for one bit. And the thing is, I can celebrate anybody um, beating any kind of addiction, even Hunter Biden, as much as I can't stand him. And I know he's a piece of shit. Um, do we really know if he's past his drug addiction now? I don't know. What did you think about this? Uh, it just makes me think of those memes in the in the new Oval Office. All the trash everywhere. Like, you know, Hunter's <laughs> already been in there partying. Uh, man, it's terrible. You know, like, I really, and I agree with you. I think that the Chinese are already buying this book up. Just to just to try to raise it, you know, in the in the top sellers list, like that's all this is about, man. He, they're just trying to make that kid some money. I mean, after last year, the whole laptop and and all that. Everybody already knows. Everybody knows. There's no climbing out of this hole. Absolutely. I mean, it's just terrible. So, I think it's just I think it's just a, a crappy attempt. That's all. Absolutely, dude. And that's the thing. Like this was supposed to the most popular president ever, and his son put out a book you think it'd be an american top seller for conquering drug addiction and all this stuff but the thing is guys we don't forget we don't have short memories we saw what was in the uh, laptop from hell and how this biden family has a uh, appetite um for uh, pedophilia and that pedophilia pedophilia is disgusting and just the grossest thing ever alone but when it's in your own family it's even worse and again this is who the chinese are uh, lifting up here. And again, yeah, a bunch of people are saying CCP money is buying this. It's money laundering. Absolutely. Hunter's laptop still matters. It absolutely still matters. And people are saying, yep, Chinese payoff. I I 100% agree with all of you guys. Absolutely. So that is the random news of the day, ladies and gentlemen. We're going to be touching on the Times article. I know everyone was talking about it yesterday. I want to get our takes in on this as uh, we were basically seeing um, the left and the, uh, the, uh, the cabal as it's labeled in this Time magazine, um, pretty much gloating and bragging about what they carried out on the election. Some other stories about where um, these these election cases are going to be going with uh, with Sidney Powell, Lynn Wood, and um, some art in an article about Hillary and the obsession with QAnon. And we're going to look at what her takes on the entire thing are and so much more today's legend, ladies and gentlemen. So thanks again for joining in. We're at 1.6 thousand viewers on D Live. I don't know we're on Twitch here. We're at 260 on Twitch and on Foxhole. Let me see if I can pull it up here real quick. Foxhole. If you guys are on Foxhole, you need to get there now. We're at 1,200 and uh, 1,223 there as well. So we're looking good as numbers. Let's get that up. Share this episode far and wide. We're ready to get the show started, guys. And when we come back, I'll let you know about the uh, story of my hat. And we'll get into this story. Uh, we'll get into the news after that. So, guys, enjoy this video. The funny video of the day here. You guys have seen this multiple times, different renditions, but it never gets old. Here we are today. We'll see you guys on the other side of the intro. Here we go. Hey, 
Thanks for tuning in to the land of the real. But it's like the twilight zone, the plan is surreal. It'll blow your mind when the plan is revealed. Bring it dark to light, all the plans they conceal. Grab your flashlight, it's time to go down the rabbit hole. It's dark and hell is hot, dealing with satanic souls. The tide is turning, patriots are now in control. Apply aggressive pressure right now until they fold, stay woke. Open up guys and keep them healed. All they do is lie, realize not everything is real. Through Project Looking Glass, the future is revealed. Future proves past, but there won't be any deals. Woke society's fam, you know it's time to go. Grab your popcorn, sit back now. Enjoy the show, severe and non on the mic. So come on, enjoy the flow. The wave is rising and you know it's only gonna grow. Beautiful, beautiful. Welcome in, everybody. Welcome into the show. Glad to have everyone here today. It's going to be a great time. I want to make sure I don't have an echo on here. Beautiful. Welcome in, everybody. Welcome in. Beautiful. Beautiful, beautiful. So, yeah, guys, I, I played some double music there. My bad. My bad. I know everyone loves the intro. The intro is great. The intro is great. So I'm welcome. I'm so happy everyone's here today. We're going to get into the show content right now. just want to make sure I haven't missed any donations. And Michelle, the show, how do I find Foxhole? Okay, so Foxhole is not in the app stores. It was already kicked out, which is which is great. We, we already know if it's kicked out of the app stores in less than a week, you know it's good. Um, you have to go on to your Safari browser, your Google Chrome browser, whatever browser you use in your phone or your computer, put in the foxhole.app it'll bring you to a page where you can then install it and you can move the foxhole icon to your home screen and it works just like the regular app and that's exactly how you do that so guys where i want to start here tonight before we get into the time store because i know a lot of people um waited on this yesterday i want to get our opinions in on this and just discuss it a little bit but before we even get there um (laughs) you guys i'm seeing i'm wearing this hat I got this hat. My wife actually bought this for me uh, just yesterday, and it came pretty quick. Um, you guys noticed I wear, I was wearing my black hat with the American flag in the front of it for a long time. It, I don't know how I got lost. I think my son grabbed it or something, and it's just, it's just missing in action. So it was a black hat. So the last week or so, I was wearing a white hat. I was wearing it backwards. It's actually a white camo hat with the Woke Society's uh, logo on it, and I don't like to wear my merch on my show. It's just something back in my band-aids. You just... You don't wear you don't wear your own merch. If you have a band, you don't wear your own band's merch. It's just something that I don't normally like to do, but I needed a hat, so I was wearing it. So I find it, man. I get these insane emails. I'm gonna make a segment on my show about this at some point <laughs> about the insane emails that I get from people. And I'm gonna I won't I won't dox their names. I won't do it. I'm just gonna read their content and make it a segment on this show going forward. Guys, I was getting emails from people asking if I was an infiltrator. Worked for the deep state, worked for the feds, putting out comms because before Joe Biden was officially inaugurated, um, I was wearing a white hat or a black hat. And after he was inaugurated, I was wearing a white hat. So people were literally questioning me, asking me if I was putting out certain comms to certain... I don't even know. I don't even know people working in the field agents. I don't need, they weren't even people really thought I was, I was, uh, I was doing something weird and I was literally getting questioned and berated in my email. And uh, people keep telling me not to read my emails, man. And I just, I can't help it. But now 
um, I'm going to kind of turn this and use this against them and make a segment out of them. And uh, yeah, so guys, I got this American hat. So full Patriot here, guys. No, there's nothing going on. I'm not some infiltrator. Yes. Oh my God. Really? Yes. This is a true story. <laughs> so yeah, seriously. Wow. This is why I'm going to be reading these emails um, on air at some point, but yes, I'm wearing a hat guys. This is not comms. I'm not, I was never into the whole comms thing with Q and all that. And sending out messages i'm sure but how can you prove it so that's where i'm at with it man this is crazy people are nuts <laughs> i mean it's hilarious to me it's like you caught me you caught the tater right like man this is this is funny you get i'm gonna love this segment i'm gonna love it <laughs> yeah as little cat b is putting uh, my email address out in the chat i'm gonna i'm gonna make fun of her now thanks little cat now people are gonna start sending me insane shit but thank you guys <laughs> thank you to my mods of course for always putting out my links to email all that good stuff. I appreciate it, guys. But let's get into this show, uh, the, the show topic here. I want to talk about this real quick. So the House Democrats were given, um, I don't know why, time to vent about their feelings, about their quote-unquote trauma they suffered from the, uh, from those, from the January 6th uh, Capitol riot. And, um, I, you know, at, we, I was crushing AOC the last two shows. Absolutely crushed her. And... It wasn't just her this time. It was it was AOC and, Rash- and Rashada Tlaib. Those are the two I want to focus in on. And they were talking about their statements, paying tribute to the two officers and four others who lost their lives during the riots, who, as far as I know, besides the one woman that got shot through the neck, um, everyone else, as far as I know, was uh, due to natural causes. One guy had a heart attack. I don't know about the others, but it wasn't due to violent beatings, violent this, violent that. It's just these things happen. It's unfortunate. But you guys are going to see where I'm going with this. Um, They went into this whole entire thing. This thing was like theater. It was theater. And this is one of the quotes here. It says, some are already demanding that we move on or worse. I think this was AOC. Attempting to minimize discredit or belittle the accounts of survivors. Survivors. By doing so, they not only harm those who were there that day and provide cover for those responsible, but they also send a damaging message to survivors of trauma all across the country. That the way that the way to deal with trauma, violence, and targeting is is to paper it over and move on. And a great point in the chat there. All of a sudden, these nasty bitches all of a sudden care about the police when they've been railing the entire year about defunding these people. And all of a sudden, we care about the Capitol Police or just police in general. It's an absolute joke. So what I put together here, ladies and gentlemen, because when I saw the clip of Rashad Tlaib crying about racism, crying about all the things she has suffered, maybe, and I'm not discounting that people have been um, been a victim of any kind of racism. I know it's out there. It does exist. But in this case, we all know what these people are about. You're a politician. These Democrats are liars. They're putting out certain narratives. So what I did, I find it. I put a, a quick montage video. And if you guys can all stomach this, try not to pay attention to what Rashad Tlaib is saying, but also try to. And look how I did this video. I split it up, and I want you guys to watch this because this is this angers me as somebody that that did these shows, watched these shows, put these shows together in days, months of watching these people burn down cities, beat people with two by fours, um, fire extinguishers, just getting beat down with fists, getting knocked out in front of your business. I want you guys to watch this, and this will just tie this up in a bow. We'll move on to the Times Magazine article. Watch this. 
So what happened on January 6th, all I could do was thank Allah that I wasn't here. I felt overwhelming relief, and I feel bad for Alexandria, so many of my colleagues that were here. But as I saw it, I thought to myself, thank God, I am not there. I saw the images that they didn't get to see until later. My team and I decided at that point, we'd keep the death threats away. We'd try to report them, document them, to keep them away from me because it just paralyzed me and all I wanted to do was come here and serve the people that raised me. The people that told my mother who only had eighth grade education that she deserves human dignity. People that believed in me. And so it's hard. It's hard when my seven brothers and six sisters beg me to get protection many urging me to get a gun for the first time. And I have to tell you, the trauma from just being here existing as a Muslim is so hard, but imagine my team, which I lovingly just adore. They are diverse. I have LGBTQ staff. I have a beautiful Muslim that wears her hijab proudly in the halls. I have black women that are so proud to be here to serve their country and I worry every day for their lives because of this rhetoric. I never thought that they would feel unsafe here. And so I asked my colleagues to please try not to dehumanize what's happening. <laughs> this is real. And you know many of our residents from the shooting in Charlottesville too the massacre at the synagogue, all of it. Ugh. All of it is led by hate rhetoric like this. And so I urge my colleagues to please, please take what happened on January 6th seriously. It will lead to more death. And we can do better. We must do better. Thank you. Now, I know that was hard for a lot of people to watch. And trust me, this is exactly why I made that video yesterday. This only took me about 10, 15 minutes to make. And man... I wish, I wish I could play this in front of Congress. I wish we could. Uh, it's, if why can't politicians do things like this? Why can't they do what Donald Trump did and put a mirror in front of these people? And when you're gonna sit here and cry and fake and fake cry and put put on theatrics about all your bullshit, why it's falling on deaf ears? The entire country went through not just COVID. But these people that have businesses that have nothing to do with this racism, has nothing to do with anything. They just want to be left alone. They want to live their lives. And old people getting beat with four-by-fours. Dude gets knocked down from his business. His windows are smashed open. There was a fire inside his business. He's spraying them with the with the, uh, extin fire extinguisher. Dude gets knocked out right in front of his business. An old guy. We've seen all the videos of the... Uh, it's usually uh, families, older people on a bike get pushed over and then stomped out. And you have this stupid bitch crying about her life. You are tone deaf. You all are own tone deaf. And the country is going to hate you more. They're going to hate you more when you see things like this. As if we're all stupid and we forgot about what we all witnessed this entire almost, almost a year now of the bullshit that we had to sit there and watch while Antifa and BLM got to do whatever the hell they wanted to. And AOC is standing up there talking about police, thinking, fuck you. You didn't do any, any of your colleagues didn't do any of this stuff. 
What do you what do you got on this man? Man, I mean, please, please tell me again how hard it is for you, right? I mean, the, look, I love that side by side video. It says it all, right? I mean, it says it says everything, everything that the public had to deal with, and this lady's going to stand up there and tell everybody how hard it is for her. You got to be kidding me, man! I, all all I want to know is, did she get the part? Yeah. I mean, I, I didn't get to see her bow at the end of her speech. I, I didn't see the cut. I didn't see the scene over. I just want to know, did she get the part? That's terrible, man. And you got, and you got AOC there trying to uh, pat her back and give her comfort. She wasn't even there. She, she literally says, I wasn't there. And what are you crying about? What are you crying about? Where are the tears for the, all the families that, have, that have, their lives have been destroyed? Nowhere. They're Nowhere. And you politicians, literally, the entire summer went by, the entire year went by, and no more COVID relief because Nancy didn't like Orange Man bad. It's all horse shit. And all of it is, man. And that's why I made that. That video was my response to it. And I'm going to stay in a good mood right now because I, watching that, I know, <laughs> it gets people fired up. And that's exactly the reaction we need. It's ridiculous. She tried to win yeah, an man. Oscar against OAC. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. In the chat. Absolutely. That man is no lady. In Texas for Trump, thank you so much to the Ninja Gini. I appreciate that. It's it's just absolutely insane, man. So I just wanted to get that out of the way because I saw a lot of people talking about this. And uh, literally, your tears and your words fall on deaf ears. Nobody, nobody feels bad for you. Absolutely nobody. Absolutely. And again, this is not to discount anybody that has gone through experiences where they have been abused, they've been a victim of some of these things. So it does exist. It does exist. I just personally don't think America is as racist as all these people make America out to be. Does it exist? Absolutely. Is it a problem? Yes, it does. People that have these issues, people that are legit racist, they need to, they need to go somewhere else with it. But come on, this isn't, you ain't fooling anybody, but I just wanted to get that out there. So let's go to this uh, real quick here, guys. And I wanted, I want to weigh in on this because when this article came out, I was thoroughly, I was surprised I didn't think that any outlet would come out so brass and just so like, ha, we got you guys and now we're going to brag about it. This is just some screenshots here of what I'm talking about from this Time magazine that came out yesterday, literally talking about the secret history. They call it, they literally called it a shadow campaign um, that saved the 2020 election. This is some screenshots from it. And one of the worst uh, things that we saw here was some of these excerpts here saying, talking about there was a conspiracy unfolding behind the scenes, one that both curtailed the protest and coordinated the resistance from CEOs, talking, basically talking about how businesses, um, the far left, um, got together and formed like this uh, unannounced pact together to make sure um, to stop Trump's assault on democracy. Literally talking about, and this is probably the most damning uh, paragraph of it all, man. It says, that's why the participants want the secret history of the 2020 election told. Even though it sounds like a paranoid fever dream, a well-funded cabal of powerful people ranging across industry. I can't believe they used the word uh, cabal. Ranging across industries and ideologies, working together behind the scenes to influence perceptions, change rules and laws, steer media coverage, and control the flow of information. They were not rigging the election. They were fortifying it. There's some nice double speak right there. And they believe the public needs to understand the system's fragility in order to ensure that democracy in America endures. And I know a lot of people are saying, man, this is all this is all negative stuff. Um, why are we talking about this? Because we have to put a light onto the stuff, ladies and gentlemen. We have to talk about this stuff. And they even go as far as saying here 
They got the states to change voting systems and laws and help secure hundreds of millions in public and private funding. And one of the worst things about all this, guys, out of the entire thing, they actually praise the Georgia uh, Secretary of State, uh, Georgia Secretary of State Brad Raffensperger. They actually praise him in the article for him putting his career on the line, his, po- his political career on the line, um, to stop Trump, essentially. And they literally go into how big tech helped this out with all of Zuckerberg's uh, pop-up um, pop-up voting voting places. Guys, they go into it all. And to, to be completely honest with you, I was really surprised that they would they would come out and, and go like this. And it shows you how brazen, how brazen and empowered they feel like. They said, guys, I won't ever forget this. We saw the uh, Veritas video saying they would they would not allow another Trump presidency to ever happen again. And they would not repeat the same mistakes. And they sure they didn't they didn't stop. They went all in and it, and it actually worked. So what do you what do you think about this? I find it. What was your thoughts and takeaways from this? So on this article, you can, I mean, you can see what they're doing. We've seen this pattern before. So they're going to lay this out. They're going to they're going to plant the seed. What they're doing is they're they're painting their excuse for later. I mean, you could have taken that paragraph. I've heard it said before that you can put that paragraph in a Trump speech. I mean, the only words that they changed out was save versus steal. I mean, at the very end where they say they're just saving the democracy. No, they stole the democracy. I mean, that that's exactly what they did. And they're laying the groundwork for everybody to be able to use that excuse on their side. I mean, they flat out told you they're going to do this in the media. They've already done it. They they got the cabal together. I mean, you can't you can't make this up. You know, this is this is a classic phrase. When they tell you who they are, believe them. And they they just told you exactly what they did. I mean, everybody should read this. Everybody should know this now. Absolutely, dude. Absolutely. And the thing is, it's the whole entire narrative of we we need to protect you, the people from from your from your own voters, your own neighbors. You everyone. No one's an adult anymore. No, the government is going to be responsible. Big uh, corporations going to be responsible. Big tech. We are going to take that responsibility and protect you all from yourselves. That to me is the biggest narrative they're trying to push, and it's going to continue on with their push to the agenda twenty thirty of what they're going to and. I'm really, like I said before, I'm surprised they use the word cabal. The only time I see the word cabal is anybody talking about Q or conspiracy theories or just, you know, we're, we're, we're used to using that word against them. And they call themselves that. And to me, it's just, they are just throwing it in our faces that they are proud of what they did. And again, we need to pretend there was, it's all double speak. It's all double speak. And I want to try to find, I'm going to, I'm going to pull out a curveball here. There was a tweet here that I liked that I want to show here. Yes, this one right here. I'll put it on screen. From uh, Viva Frey. He's a great, he's an attorney or ex-attorney. He puts out great content about legal legal cases and just great content all, all, all together. But he's, he put this together and says, bottom line of, of at the Times election expose, the election wasn't rigged. It was saved. It wasn't big tech collusion. It was suppression of disinformation. It wasn't threats of violence. It was preserving the peace. You weren't manipulated. You were protected, as was the outcome. This is straight out of George Orwell's 1984 doublespeak, where everything upside down, left is right, down is up. That is the world that these people are going in. In in the Time Magazine here, they're actually bragging about it. And they even say in part of the article that Trump was right about a lot of this stuff. He was right. 
And uh, absolutely, and they admit it. They absolutely admit it. And um, it's just crazy. I was just really shocked to see them come out with this kind of article and just put it in her faces. And I even I'm not I'm not sure if you listen to Tim Pool. I find it. I, I, I listen to him sometimes. To me, he he's kind of a, um, I don't know. He kind of grabs onto the moment. He kind of plays the middle a lot. Some days I'm a fan, some days I'm not. But even even Tim Pool was calling out this ridiculous article, and then I saw Twitter censor him. <laughs> and all he did was take a quote from the Time this Times article magazine and put it in his tweet, and uh, and Twitter censored it. But Twitter did not censor the Times tweet when they put the link to this article, which is just, it's so funny. Yeah, I mean, it's okay for them to say it. You just can't say it. That's it. It's really that simple. If you're uh, if you're on the if you're on the opposite side, you're not going to uh, you're not going to have a voice. You're not allowed to have a voice. And even the ones down the middle now, even the ones down the middle, they're getting censored, and we're seeing it more and more every day. Now, I wanted to transition here, guys. This is this might make some of you upset. I'm sure a lot of you have heard this yesterday. I had heard this, and I want to hear the uh, audience's take on this, and I want to hear um, your take on this also. I find it. This was uh, this was taken from the Dilly Show, but this was uh, the part where I'm going to show you was originally taken off an interview between General Flynn and this guy from a channel called The Right Side with Doug Billing, and I'm going to play it, and I want to know what you guys think, and I have um, I have some takes on this that I would love to get out. So, guys, I'm going to play this video here talking about General Flynn, saying talking about how he didn't sign the Insurrection Act, and there is no plan to remove Joe Biden. I want to know what you guys think on this. Going to play it right now here for you. Is the United States here we go. Continue as they were prior to, uh, as I call him, Administrator Biden showing up on the scene. Do you? I'm just going to ask you some questions, and I want you to just tell me if it's nonsense or if there was anything to it at all. Number number one, did did President Trump ever sign into action the Insurrection Act? No. Nonsense. It, nonsense. Is the United States military running the country or just doing, is that nonsense as well? More nonsense. Good. Good to hear. More nonsense. Um, there, there's no plan. There's no, there are people, there's so many people out there. Is the plan happening? There's no, I mean, we have what we have and we have to accept the, the situation as it is. But now, now we have something about it. So I'll, so it was kind Continuous. of uh, it was kind of uh, grainy there. It was kind of um, broken up there. But here's the thing, guys, and I know that's probably upsetting for some of you. The thing is, this is what I was I've been saying about Q and about everything that we've gone through as a as a movement together. Whether whether Q was legit or not, when it's not that they're not legit. They're definitely legit. They were definitely a part of uh, Trump's administration. It was proven with so many drops, so many Q proofs, so many deltas. It's just none of this ended the way we thought it was going to end with the three-year deltas, the two-year deltas. We thought General Flynn, a lot of people, even myself in the beginning when I got into this, man, I thought General Flynn was probably one of the few that, that were in on the Q operation, but no one, no one can really know. And I saw, a lot of people, I saw a lot of people in the chat saying, how would General Flynn know since he's not technically, he's not really, he wasn't connected to the uh, Trump administration. Um, how would he know? And the thing is, he might not know at all. He might not know. Now, and people are still saying, is there, is there still, you think something's still going to happen? I think something is going to happen, but I don't think it's going to happen the way that we think it's going to. We all thought the military was going to have a role to play. 
me, I'm just feeling right now, I don't feel like the military is in control. They're trying to get rid of anybody that, you know, that are far right extremists. We went over the article. The Pentagon is trying to get rid of all of these, all these people out from, uh, out of the military, even in their own ranks and, um, and all that stuff. And yes, I do know you need to play the end. That's the only clip I got there. You need to play the end where he's, where he did say he, he said he didn't concede and he says the whole wine, the wine comment or something. I heard something along those lines. And guys, I'm not playing this to say that that uh, that General Flynn here is shitting on everything that we thought was to believe. Guys, I was on Twitter, and I'm, I'm sure you saw it too. I find it when General Flynn took the oath, the uh, digital soldier oath, with his family on camera, and it said, "Where we go, one we go all." And then remember the light, the little torch that was up in his window. We thought that was dark to light. Guys, I'm right there with you. He was going to me. There were so many posts and so many things talking about how he's, he's the people's general. I was all about that. I was all about that. But I think my main takeaway I find, and I want to uh, know yours too, I don't think General Flynn was as connected to this as we thought it was. He could have just been a regular player. Obviously, he had a connection with the president. They were going to be working together until the uh, until the uh, cabal, you know, deep state ruined it all. But there's also the take that if he does know, why would he go on an interview and say it anyway? So... It's just, it's just weird. I do think he's a patriot. Obviously, it doesn't change my views on General Flynn whatsoever. Um, but we'll have to see, guys. We'll have to see. What do you think, man? So, I don't know. I mean, this has been a long, long journey as far as, like, Flynn and us, you know, the connection. Because he's so thankful for all of us, you know, fighting and standing behind him. And, 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 and there's all these timelines. There's all these optics that were, that were in play. And now we sit here and listen to this, you know, the, the audio is pretty broken up. It's a hard interview to listen to, but I'll listen to it. And, you know, he sits there and he basically like turns down some of these things that, that we were really looking forward to that we were, that's where a lot of our hope was coming from that hopium, you know? Yep. And, but what I chose to do was I'm just going to take this for exactly what he's saying. And, uh, you know, cause I, I I'm just going to believe it. I mean, if he says that this is the way it is, I'm, I'm going to take it for face value at what it is right now. Now, it is very interesting that at the end he, he basically says, you know, do I need to go ahead and give this, this wine bottle, you know, to lose the bet or whatever. And he says, no, nah, don't, don't, don't do that just yet. You know, and, and to me that just expresses that, that even he doesn't know how this is going to turn out. Um, but as far as he knows – you know, the, the, the rhetoric of, you know, like the plan and the military and controlling it, as far as he knows, that's not going on. Right. And so mm. I believe that he believes that. You know what I'm saying? I, I'm going to follow that, and I'm just going to take it at face value and, and understand that he still has hope, and, and he's still fighting, and so I'm going to continue to do so too because, I mean, I support that man 100%. Absolutely, man. I'm seeing some people in the chat. They, they again, they take – they take these takes to to over a hundred, and they just they're not seeing the point. No one said we're giving up on Flynn. No one said we're giving up. Nobody said any of that. Nobody said any of that. I I love Flynn. I have nothing against Flynn. And again, for me, I, I told everybody what I want to do with this channel. I want to talk about facts and truths that are that we can prove in our and right now. Speculation, guys. I'm fine with speculation, and I'm gonna probably create a segment on the show called Rampant Speculation, and we'll go into all that, but. If you can't prove it right now, guys, because I was I jumped into this probably in the middle of when Q was dropping. I was into all that speculation. I was into is this the storm coming? The decodes, all of it, and a lot of it did not come to pass. 
and it's taxing on you. It's taxing emotionally. You want to give up because it doesn't happen under your clock. That's what I want to get away from, guys. And that's not saying that I'm giving up or any of that stuff. I want to sit back and report on the events as they happen without rampant speculation, without getting people's emotions and expectations high, and then they get dropped down. If if we all look at this with, with a sane mind, um, with facts and truth, and get the get that truth out there, we won't be disappointed. And that's really what I want to do, guys. I don't want to disappoint anybody, and I don't want to give any false expectations, but I just thought that was interesting. And again, guys, even if General Flynn, if, if General Flynn does know, he's not going to say it on an interview with Doug Billings from the right side. He's not. So could he exactly. know something? Possibly. Do I still think there's hope? Absolutely. And I'm going to say here, Trump's been pretty quiet. Trump's been very quiet about all this. And I believe once his impeachment trial is done, all that bullshit is done. Whatever happens, whatever happens, Trump is going to be out in the public sphere. I can almost guarantee it that after this, this impeachment trial is done, he is going to go ham against every political enemy he has. Guys, he's already lost $2.5 billion. We talked about that uh, before. He's got nothing left to lose. He's got nothing left to lose. And we'll have to see what happens. We will see. No dates. Yes, Debbie Roush, no dates exactly. No more dates and no more predictions. They just, they don't, they don't put anybody in a good place. And if you're wrong, you look like an idiot. You look like that. You look like an idiot. What did Q tell us all? Use your own minds and question everything. And if you're going to get, you're going to get bitchy because we're questioning General uh, Michael Flynn here for a moment. You haven't learned anything. You haven't learned a thing. Just because he was in the midst of all this stuff, everything he went through, we are going to question it. I'm going to question everything on the show. So that's just the way it is. And we're going to talk about these things. And But at no point, ladies and gentlemen, you've watched me long enough. You guys know I am not a black pillar. I'm not any of that. I keep it positive. I am always holding hope. This movement, Q brought us all together, guys. They brought us all together. And the fruits of what Q has brought us certainly outweigh um, any negative stuff that could have possibly have come from the Q movement whatsoever. They've done nothing. They've done nothing but help um, get people unified and what we cannot bash that. Uh, Liz G with the diamond. I can't wait to see what president Trump does. Me too. I can't wait. And you know, what's going to happen when he gets back into the public sphere, it's going to ignite a fire in all of us again. He could come out. I find it with a new social media platform that no one knows. It's just going to be his. And um, he's going to be, you know, putting out messages doing interviews he's gonna be back at it guys and it's just gonna be like he never left the man also needs a break let's be real <laughs> he does man and i've i've kind of enjoyed it i mean i've you know i've enjoyed him being quiet because what this has done this is this has put the spotlight on this on this regime administration right i mean this is showing this just it's just burning down they're just terrible they're terrible at everything and and nobody is you know all of us we're not hearing trump on every headline now you know, what are we looking yep. at? We're looking at all this BS that they're putting out. And so it's taken that attention away. And now we're all turning to them there. You know, there's no, there's no middle for, for Trump. It's us against them, not, not Trump against them anymore. And I can't wait until this impeachment bullshit is over and he can be out in the public again, you know, shining that light on all this BS with us. I mean, I, I think he needed a vacation. I think he needed a little bit of rest. I think he needs to get through this, this, uh, this impeachment, whatever you want to call it, you know, and then after that, scorched earth. 
That's it, man. And he's that's the thing. He's not going to have to worry about um, politics anymore. He's not going to have to worry about any of that. He's a private citizen. And that's a great point, too, dude, with the people. Him not being at the helm anymore, um, it's actually freed us up from having to defend Trump to our friends, our neighbors, uh, to people online. We don't have we're not on the defensive anymore because I felt like so much even getting this movement. A lot of it, we were on the defense. We were trying to say these drops are happening. These events are happening. Q said this. We're going to go with that. And we're not we're not we don't have to do that anymore. There's no more need for proofs. That was also a drop. There's so many things that have happened since then that now that he's out of the picture, there is nowhere else to put our energy because we don't have to we don't have to believe that Daddy Trump's going to save us every single day anymore. We are our own entity now. We are all unified. And now there's nowhere else to put this energy except to spotlight Joe Biden and this administration and everything that's everything that's around it, everything that um, that is uh, done or, or results in an action from his administration. We're going to be starting a spotlight on everything and it's not going to go away. And honestly, guys, Absolutely. I'm going to tell you right now, I don't think Joe Biden's in the last four years, but honestly, because of his health, if you've seen him every time I've seen him talk, he's coughing. He can't help but cough. He's lost. He can't even find the door to get out of some of these places. He has to ask for assistance. He looks like a man that's in the decline. And uh, whatever that whatever that comes, if that means Kamala Harris becoming president, all I'm saying is God's in control, guys. God's in control. We're going to be just fine. And what I've been telling everybody, man, we all need to focus on the futures that we all want to, to build and not and not worry about the things we can't control. So that's where we need to focus on. Absolutely, man. And I, I really think this has given us some some good opportunity to have have discussions again, you know, have discussions with those people that, you know, we, we haven't been able to talk to for a while because now they're the ones getting censored. Now they're coming after them and they see it. You know, they see the writing on the wall. Finally, a lot a lot more people that before they didn't want to talk with us. Now they do. You know, and that that's great. It's it's all opportunity for us because Trump's not involved. And I mean, yeah, of course, I'm, I'm heartbroken that he's, you know, not in there like everyone is. But, you know, it, it's also given us that opportunity that now they're eating their own and, yes. and they're going to they're going to start having these discussions with us again. And I, I can't wait for that. Well, that's that's a perfect thing, man. They are eating their own because they've already they've already banished us off most of main uh, big tech platforms. We are all we've all landed now. We've we're already we like we're, we're creating Foxhole. We are building our own infrastructures already. There is really nothing else these people can do to us. That's why I laugh when people when I see that uh, big tech is going to be doing more censorship and more. It's like it doesn't even I don't even really care anymore because I'm not going to be on those platforms anyway. So it doesn't matter. The platforms are on. They don't do that stuff. So it doesn't matter. But like you said, your friends, the people that you haven't talked to in a while that maybe saw some irregularities with what with what happened on the election. Now they're getting censored and they're wondering, like, hey. I'm not one of these Trump people. Why are you censoring me now? And it's going to be like, we told you, you voted this in. You wanted this. We told you, you guys are going to get, we are going to get the last laugh because you are going to be the first ones to complain to these companies. Why are you doing this to us? And then they're going to do the same exact thing. They're going to stonewall you, delete your family pictures, delete your videos and say, we didn't like what you said uh, maybe a week ago or two weeks ago. So we deleted you. We deleted your business. Sorry, that's just the way it is. And they're going to be, who are they going to get mad at? Us? Trump? No. No, 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 Those days you had your chance. You had your anger. Those days are gone. Now you're going to have to look at yourself and realize what you did and what you voted in for. 
And that's they're going to have to live with those decisions. So, uh, Chef Sarah G. Agreed. Spotlight on White House perversion. Absolutely. Blue-eyed bandit with a diamond. One rock, five giants. Timing and alignment critical. Absolutely. For sure. And all that good stuff. I just want to make sure I haven't missed a donation yet. And let me just make sure I got everybody here. Beautiful. Yeah, guys, you can keep sending donations to the um, to the cash app. That's a great way to donate and all that good stuff. And yes, I do have a Telegram group. If my mods can please um, put the link for Telegram in the chats. I have one, and I started it yesterday. I was I, I caved to it. A lot of people were asking me for it just so they could have notifications of when I go live. So figured it wouldn't help, uh, wouldn't hurt. So that is out there. The uh, mods I have it in my D Live About section. If you need the link. And for my Twitch chat, I'll put it in there for you guys too. Just one moment, and we'll get that squared away. Now, guys, did you did you watch the Mike Lindell? Oh, you know what? Before I even do that, before I even do that, let me see here. Did you guys watch the Mike Lindell documentary? Did you guys get to that? I was uh, I didn't have time to watch it. It was two hours long. Um, I didn't think it was gonna have any crazy bombshells, but. Um, did you guys watch it? I want to know what you guys did. You watch it? Uh, I find it. Oh, absolutely, man! It's in it. I think it. Uh, it's actually funny. It was 17 minutes after it dropped. I, I started watching it. I thought that was pretty cool. But yeah, <laughs> I sat there and watched all of it. I mean, uh, my take on it was, uh, you know, he went a little Hannity on him, you know, on the guests and everything. But nice. <laughs> he also brought forth a lot of those great guests. He, you know, a lot of those great witnesses that we saw during the hearings. Um, but I will say this: anybody in our circle that that paid attention and watched all those hearings and everything. Uh, the most important part is going to be that last 15 minutes. I mean, that that's where you get the real sauce of, of this whole thing that he's leading up to. Um, you can see the data in real time. You can see the travel of the, of the hackers and everything. I mean, it's, it's, it's pretty amazing. Really. That's awesome. I haven't seen it myself. I mean, I, I'm, I'm sure if it had something like insane, everyone, I would have heard about it, but I see a bunch of people in the chat saying they saw it on OAN and that brings me to the Gateway Pundit article here talking about that, saying they uh, they warned OAN not to air Mike Lindell documentary, and they were going to actually sue them um, if they tried it. But guess what? Uh, Claire pointed out, uh, let me see here. To the contrary, we warned them specifically in writing that they would be broadcasting false and defam- uh, defam- defam- deformatory uh, statements of fact that they broadcast the program, and they made the affirmative decision to disregard uh, that warning and broadcast it anyway. And cheers to OAN for having it. And yes, it's on Gab. It's on all these um, amazing platforms um, that are not controlled by big tech. And if I'm Mike Liddell, if I'm any of these people, I'm saying fuck you to all the, to, to Dominion and all these people. You're putting it out there. We're getting it out there for um, absolutely. Absolutely. We need to expose these. Uh, will it change anything? I don't know. I don't know, but there are some things happening with the uh, with the election cases that I want to get to in just a moment. But I want to get to my other sponsor for the broadcast tonight. Um, if you guys can, this is for LifeWave.com. And this is, again, my buddy, uh, Sean, who, who's who been modding my channel, who's been with me since the beginning. You're supporting a patriot and his business. This is, again, another health um, supplement that can help you. And let me just get the script up here while I get that. You guys can see it on the screen here. This, again... Oh, there we go. Pull it up here. I just had it. Oh, my goodness. Twitter is really screwing around me. So, guys, 
This is, what if you could increase energy, flexibility, strength, endurance, stamina, focus, and concentration within seconds, or experience euphoric joy, deeper sleep, decrease inflammation, and increase immunity and detox just by sticking on a patch or two? LifeWay uh, phototherapy patches originally designed for U.S. Navy SEALs are cutting edge Wearable technology invented to increase human performance at every level. These amazing patches actually induce beneficial biochemical and physiological changes without pills, creams, oils, injections, treatment, diets, or exercise. It's as easy as sticking on a patch every day. They capture the infrared light and heat emitted from the body and uses it as a power source to send special signals to the body to induce biochemical and bioengineering changes such as increase the formation of certain youth and antioxidant peptides and stem cell activity. There are no side effects as nothing enters the bloodstream except the body's own light. Welcome to Star Trek Medicine. If my mods could please get the lifewave.com link out that goes, gives credit to Sean uh, for doing that. Get that on out there. And remember, guys, this is uh, this is something that's going to help you get healthier, feel younger. Who want, who doesn't want to feel younger these days, especially with the year that we went through? Again, guys, go to LifeWave.com to the link that we just put out there. Go support Patriot Businesses. Support my friend who has been a loyal supporter of the show for a long time. And um, go help him out. Check out the product. If you want to feel younger, feel better. And all the information's on the website if you want more information. So go check it out. Thank you, guys, for doing that. Now... The one other thing that I want to see here, guys, is we're seeing that, um, not this one. Uh, we're going to go right to the uh, to this breaking 911 uh, tweet here, talking about how the United States Supreme Court has scheduled the Pennsylvania election case, Sidney Powell's Michigan election case, and Lidwood's Georgia election case for its February 19th conference. I saw this, and I'm like, I'm not going to get overly excited about it. And this is why, ladies and gentlemen, the Supreme Court didn't act when they when they could have when they should have none of these case, none of these court none of these court cases were taken they were all they were they weren't rejected for the evidence and that is something the media and everyone that I talked to friends family they they refused to acknowledge that the cases were not torn, shot down because of the evidence it would, they were shot down for for procedural reasons now the supreme court wants to look at these cases and I'm and I'm thinking guys I'm really thinking that this this is only going to be something that maybe they're trying to people please or they're going to open them and they're probably going to throw them right out. And uh, yeah, and I see a Jamba dog. Supreme Court will just say they're moot. We're going to have to see because it's going to be interesting because if the evidence is actually um, put put forward in front of the Supreme Court, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to want to see the reaction. I'm going to want to see what the write-ups are from these judges, especially, especially from um, what's her name? What's the uh, uh, what's the I find it. what's the name of the uh, the the Supreme Court justice Trump got in the woman uh, Amy Amy Coney Barrett Barrett that was it thank you yeah. thank you I want to see what her write ups are going to be and the other justices um, to do that so what do you think man do you think anything's going to come out of these cases getting in the uh, in the Supreme Court so I don't I don't want to I don't want to think too far in you know too deep into what what may or may not happen with them I will say this. It's kind of funny that that Times article comes out and they're already painting that excuse. They're already giving us that excuse for for why they did it, right? And and to me, it's like, why would you do that? You know what what's the point in coming out already and telling us, you know, that you did this to save the democracy if they weren't scared that you know they they there's a big chance that they're all going to get caught in the courts. 
And um, so I've got some hope for this. I'm going to keep my, my eyes wide open for this, for these court cases. Um, you know, I'm not going to get my hopes up too high or anything, but at the same time, it, it's like, why, why are you already covering a base? You know? <laughs> right. um, so, so let's just, let's just see what happens. I mean, it's like everything else, you know, we, we got to have some patience with it. We got to, we got to wait and, uh, and just keep our eyes on it. You know, that's the thing, man. I think this is really going to shine a light as to how far, if they're corrupt, if these people are, are just, are just puppets or if any one of them, one of them will do the right thing. And it's only going to take one of them. And I'm very, very curious to see how, um, they will, they will play this out because at this point, man, I have no, I have no faith in any of these court systems, I think they're all corrupt. And um, I'm just really curious to see. And I, I just saw that and I saw a bunch of people messaging me about it saying, is there anything going to happen with this? I don't know. And just to have a side note on that, and we, we're going to move to a different subject here. Um, out, in, uh, out in Arizona, this has been an ongoing story about how the Arizona Senate wants to fast track their, con- uh, their contempt vote because there was a subpoena put out by, by the Arizona Board of Supervisors Oh, no, against the uh, Board of Supervisors of Maricopa County, and they still have not acknowledged the subpoena as far as getting the evidence and allowing the audit, the private audit, to be done. And what the hell? They're, they're being threatened to be arrested at this point. They're being threatened with arrest, and these people still aren't caving, which tells me a lot. Are they, who has the dirt on these people? Is this, are they part of the Arizona Mafia? That's another great one. No one, not a lot of people talk about them and how corrupt Arizona is. Um, and I just want to see, like, even if this does go through, that what if, dude, what if the, what if these uh, the, these results come out and they find that these uh, the, <laughs> all these uh, fake ballots are from China? Like, what's gonna happen? It, it, does it just stop? Does it get memory hold? Do these people just disappear? What do you think, man? <laughs> what do you think? How this is gonna play out? So, so this was really interesting because. Basically, when you read that article, it, it I think it mentions like later on in there, it's like, uh, I mean, these people may be screwed either way. You know, they, they might just be screwed either way. We might see these these five people, you know, just get taken five or more, uh, just get taken out of office. I mean, go to jail. And uh, so, I mean, of course, we would all want to see that when if the uh, if the truth comes out and, and it's all warranted and everything, we want to see those people go to jail. So, yep, this could be a really interesting story because it. it what it can do is it can lead the the similar situations, you know, across the country. And I mean, because because what do we know about these court cases that you got to have precedent, right? And so we're looking for that. We're we're looking for just one bang up case where everybody screwed up and they got caught. And uh, so this one, this one's very interesting, man. I I can't wait to see this one play out. You're absolutely right, man. Yeah, we're all looking for that precedent. If one can go through and we find that. Is it going to take one state to find ba- votes or ballots from China? If that were to come out and break out, there's going to be... And the thing is, too, um, there's the other guy, Pulitzer. He's still out there doing his work. He's put out messages saying he's just beginning his work and putting it all together, and he's going to get it out. And if he gets his hands on any of these things, and he and he's the one that said, I could tell within hours that these came from what country, that they were a smoker for everything. And I see uh, Red Pill 17 um, out in the chat says they're all going to get Miramar'd. I mean, that would be great. That would be great. But we all saw how the Biden administration reacted to that, and they're condemning it. Um, but we'll have to see what happens. We shall have to see what happens, but I, that's all we're looking for, man, is some precedent between this, the Supreme Court, Trump's impeachment um, hearing is next Monday. 
Man, there's going to be a lot of stuff to talk about, guys. The the news is going to it's going to start picking up. It's been a rough couple of few weeks to uh, transition uh, to this, but we're going to be fine. It's going to be just fine. But for for people that are more on the negative end of this, there are people out there, um, especially on MSNBC, who think that um, using drone strikes on Trump supporters might be a viable option um, to dealing dealing with uh, these domestic terrorists. And this was stated on MSNBC, guys. And I'm going to play this video. Uh, let me see if I can find her name here. Her her name is Nicole Wallace. Um, talking about drone strikes using against Trump supporters to stop domestic terrorism. And um, I think this is the video here. Let me, uh, let me see if I can pull it up. Yes, this is it right here. Here we go, guys. Is a bulletin released. Hold on. There we go. There's the little dial there. Here we go. And again, it's not us saying so, John Hammond. That is a bulletin released to all law enforcement earlier this week that there is, until the end of April, a persistent threat of domestic extremism, domestic uh, terrorism carried out in the ideology and around this belief that the election um, was fraudulent, that the COVID restrictions are unnecessary. All of those ideologies pushed by Donald Trump. But, but my question for you is around incitement. Um, we had a policy, and it was very controversial. It was carried out under the Bush years and under the Obama years of attacking terrorism at its root, of going after and killing, um, there and in is. the case of Amar al an American, a Yemeni American, with a drone strike for the crime of inciting violence, inciting terrorism. Mitch McConnell was in the Senate then. He was in the Senate after 9-11, too. How does Mitch McConnell, who understands that the way you root out terrorism is to take on, in the case of Islamic terrorism, kill those who incite it, how does he not vote to convict someone that he said on the floor of the Senate, incited an insurrection. And they go on from there, guys. This is this is how crazy these fucking people really are. They're literally suggesting that as being a tactic to deal with people who who could cause violence, who could cause, you know, to incite terrorists to do these things. That drone strikes, ladies and gentlemen. We're talking about drone strikes. And I find I know you got a great take on this. What was your take on this when uh, when you heard this? Man, I, I hear this and all I hear is fear me. You know, that they just want you to be scared. That's all it is, man. I mean, we've heard these people stand on a mic, stand on the, on the TV, and they've said the most terrible things about us. They've called us terrorists. They've called us killers, insiders of riots and all this stuff. <sighs> Come on. We, we're not going to be scared of this. I'm not going to be scared of them telling, you know, calling out Mitch McConnell. Maybe we need to, we, maybe we need to get some drones out, man. This is ridiculous. And, and look, this lady might just be that stupid that she's talking about these little drones that you can go buy from Walmart for all I know. But, you know, we all know that these, these drone strikes are real, you know, they're military, they're, they're huge, you know, they're, they're dangerous. And I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna speculate what, what she's actually meaning behind all this, but I mean, I'm not going to fear it either way. You know what I mean? Like, no. we know we're not those people that they're describing. So I'm not going to fear it. I mean, they can sit up there and say whatever they want. Well, that's the thing, dude. Imagine if Trump had said, hey, we, we BLM, Antifa, we're going to send drones over, over Portland and we're going to bomb the shit out of them uh, to send them a message. Can you imagine? Imagine if one of us had go on our channels to promote that and say that. 
or the Trump or the president said, can you imagine, or even, even a, a Fox news pundit or anybody on OAN or right side broadcasting had said that they would be called a domestic terrorist. They would be calling for them to be arrested. And there you go. And you got these, I don't know, dude, I don't know if these people inside these media bubbles just live in their own world and they have, they're just so out of touch with the country. But when you're literally talking about things like this, I can't imagine being somebody that's so brainwashed and you're sitting on the couch listening to this, be like, yeah, yeah, drone strikes on these Trump supporters. Yeah, I, I, I think that's a good idea. I think that's a good idea. Yeah. And what if your neighbor's one of these, uh, one of these domestic terrorists and you see a bomb come through their house? Are you going to be like, oh, yeah, that's, that took care of that. Great. I am so much more safer now in my community. Thank you, Mr. Drone, for dropping that bomb in my neighbor's house. Like, are these people nuts? They're nuts. And, they, and, they, and again, it's a double standard. Absolutely. It is a double standard. I'm seeing that in the chat. It is. And these people are literally sick. We've heard it a million times. These people are sick. This is not some, uh, this is not some game. These people really believe this shit. And they're, they're openly talking about it on camera. Absolutely, man. It's it's crazy. It's crazy to hear it. It's a crazy world, right? So this is uh this is this is where we're at, ladies and gentlemen. So where I wanna um kinda just this last article I wanna talk about tonight, I find this fascinating. This is a New York Times piece, and this is an opinion piece by Michelle Goldberg, um, talking about Hillary's thoughts on QAnon believers being obsessed with her, being obsessed with Hillary Clinton. I thought this was just so um interesting to see what her takes are on all this. And it's going to be interesting, guys, to see where this goes because she clearly uses Marjorie Taylor Greene as the uh, whipping boy um, for a lot of this stuff. And, of course, she's an easy target now because she's been in the press. She's been on a bunch of headlines about her getting uh, taken off of her, uh, her committees and her being her having to apologize. I even played the video of her saying that, you know, her was she was denouncing Q, and a lot of people got upset about that, and we had to talk about that too. But either way, um, let's just read this for a little bit. It always, this is how it starts out. You guys can always tell where, this, where these articles are going to go. A clear indication that uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene was more than a dabbler in QAnon was her 2018 endorsement of Frazzle, Frazzle Drip. Frazzle Drip, the, uh, the one of the most grotesque tendrils of the movement's mythology. You have to go down a number of rabbit holes to get that far, said Mike. Uh, there's Mike Rothschild, ladies and gentlemen, the infamous Q writer that love he just loves Q so much. Anytime you see Mike Rothschild in an article, you can immediately vomit. And uh, he's written a book on QAnon. The Storm is Upon Us comes out later this year. Um, the leered fantasy of Frazzlejips refers to an imaginary video said to show Hillary Clinton, her former aide Huma Abedin, assaulting and disfiguring a young girl and drinking her blood. It holds that several cops saw the video and Clinton had them killed. And uh, while Green, when Green posts a picture of Donald Trump with the mother of the slain NYPD officer, uh, Mia Sotis Familia, on Facebook, one of her commenter, uh, commenters described Frazzlejip and wrote, this was another Hillary hit. Green replied, yes, Familia. Then continued, I post things sometimes to see who knows things. Most of the time, people don't. I'm glad to see your comment. And contemplating Frazzledrip, it occurred to me that QAnon is the obscene um, apothesis of three decades of Clinton demonization. And right there, right there, I had to stop. One, Frazzledrip was never, never, ever, ever, ever a Q thing. It's never, it was not in a drop, never mentioned in a drop. That was something that I believe was born on the chans and it got mixed mm-hmm. in with QAnon and that was a perfect thing for the uh, for the mainstream media to attach itself and call call anyone that believed Q was nuts. You see how crazy they go. 
they're talking about eating children and this is this is where this shit started you can go in the drops you will not find anything 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 about frazzle drip and any QAnon drop you won't the closest thing you might get to it is something from about epstein and we all know what epstein was into we all know he had caves underneath his island we all know the weird mason clock dial that had altars on it what was that used for we can get into certain things but this is there this is where she starts as far as um people are cued on people being being obsessed with her and she says it's been three decades of this which is ridiculous Q didn't start posting until 2017 2017 and these people have a clear history clear history of 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 doing shady things screwing this country over but yet she deflects and blames um conspiracy theories and even going further with this it says it's other things as well including a repurposed version of the old anti-semitic blood libel which accused jews of using the blood of christian children in their rituals in a cult lusting for mass public executions according to the fbi it's a domestic terror threat and again this little line here, it's all bullshit. The FBI never, ever, ever, ever labeled QAnon as a domestic terror threat. That was some bullshit story out of uh, some Arizona um, FBI office that got no traction. And it's something that even, even uh, that people still use as a, as a talking point against Q, which is it's all, it's all garbage. It, none of it originated from Q. But QAnon is also the terminal stage of the national derangement over Clinton that began as soon as she entered public life. It's my belief that QAnon really took off because it was based on on Hillary Clinton. It was based specifically on something that a lot of 4chan, uh, 4chan dwellers wanted to happen, which was Hillary Clinton arrested and sort of dragged away in chains. Now, that was her one take about it. And she goes into frazzle drip stuff. And the last thing I want to just bring up about it um, before we just hang out with the chat tonight Clinton goes as far as saying it's this is QAnon is using this as a way to, to of uh, ancient this is rooted in ancient scapegoating of women. Oh, so this was used <laughs> to target women apparently of doing everything to undermine women in the public arena, women with their own voices, women who speak up against power and the patriarch uh, patriarchy. She said, "This is a Salem witch trial line of argument against independent, outspoken, pushy woman." Could not be further. From the truth, Emmy, and it began to mat, uh, metastasize around me. In this sense, Frazzle Drip is just a particular disgusting version of misogynist hatred. She's always contended with. <laughs> just so much there, man. This so much, absolutely so much. And this is—it's just so weird because when I got into all this stuff, I went down all these rabbit holes. And this is why I would love just to talk about if 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 uh, media matters or any of these people were willing to talk to me, and they, they won't because they know they'll get destroyed. If they were to sit down and talk with me, I'd be like, yeah, I went down the JFK Jr. rabbit hole. I got, I looked into the adrenochrome stuff, the frazzle drip stuff. And guess what? I used my mind, used my mind. And guess what? Not all of us think the same. And I don't believe any of this stuff. I don't, maybe, maybe they do. Maybe they have drink, had adrenochrome. Maybe they do. I haven't seen it. There's been stuff indicating that it happens. But has Q, has Q talked about any of this stuff? Has Q talked about frazzle drip? No, man, not at all, not at all. And the, the fact that she's using this uh, this this take that um, this is rooted in misogynistic hatred—it's pure deflection, man. What do you think? This is ridiculous. I mean, first of all, I did the same thing. I went I went down these rabbit holes, and uh, 
I was late getting in on on this movement. I'm not going to lie. You know, it's been it's been over a year, about a year and a half since I've been ob- observing it. You know, pretty closely. But uh, I went down those rabbit holes, and the news moved so fast. Last year was so crazy that uh, I had to I had to put certain things on the shelf. I had to pay attention with what was happening day to day, and I never saw anything come of any of that stuff. So I put it to the side. I mean, look, I'm the same as you. I haven't seen any 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 of that actually happening. I never saw that video that they're talking about. And now in this article, like it's saying, oh, well, I guess, I guess QAnon just doesn't like women. You know, is that what they're saying? Like, come on, man, you gotta be kidding. They're going to say everything, you know, they're going to, they're going to blame every single thing that they possibly can on us, on this movement that they can tie to QAnon. And this is going to keep going. I mean, we got to laugh at it. This is ridiculous. You know, absolutely, Um, dude. Everybody can believe what they want to believe. I do not mind, you know, disagreeing with somebody as long as you're going to allow me to to speak and think what I want to what I want to think, you know. And that that's where I'm always going to stand. I want to have those discussions with people. If somebody's got some sauce on something, I want to see it. You know, I'll never turn that down. That's it. Um, but these people that you know, they want to they want to wrap us all into this one corral. They want to say that we're all just these crazy people. Yep. And, uh, but yet none of them, none of them will sit down and actually have a conversation with us. And if you see anybody on TV, it's always going to be the guy on the fringe. It's always going to be that guy that's telling the crazy wild stories. They don't want anybody logical because then the public would actually get to see somebody that thinks for themselves who, you know, who is really rooted in the core values of this movement. You know, the problem is too, man, the thing that, um, the thing, because I, I was watching on Vice, I, I might have said this on the show before. I was watched. There was a Vice special, and everyone knows Vice. They're as fake news as you can get. Left the establishment. They're they're god awful. I saw they had a three episode special on QAnon, and they were trying to figure out who Q was, and it was laughable. It was so poorly done, um, and they even this was filmed recently because they were going to Trump rallies um, for the for the uh, for the election. So they would go around. And every interview they had, just like you said, I find it. They found they found a guy, girl, whoever, and they they found the ones that are like, yeah, JFK Jr. is real. Um, these people, yeah, they're the they're the pedophile cabal. They're eating children, and they edited these <laughs> clips down, and it was like three or four of them, and there is no other context, no other no other conversation after that. They just they show the uh, people from Vice their faces looking like, wow, these people are stupid and crazy, and they continue on with their show. It was a joke. And you can, it's funny because if you were to ask any, any one of us, any one of these content creators that we all link with, all of our friends, we're all going to look at you and be like, if anyone said JFK Jr. is real, we're going to be like, dude, you're either a shill or you didn't read all the drops or you're just here to cause problems, right? That's really it. I mean, literally, it says in the Q drops, no, JFK Jr. is dead. They, they answer an Anon's question. It literally Absolutely, says in the man. drop. And if any one of these reporters looked at that, they'd be like, oh, shit, there it is. Hey, buddy. Welcome back. So, uh, yeah, man, this just this is absolutely crazy. But I just one more thing, guys, before we end the show tonight. Dude, this hour, hour and a half flew by. It really did. Um, I want to get this out there because I want to. I know some people hate football. They're watching the Super Bowl. I'm not watching it. Just remember from Margot Cleveland, and shout out to Methods. I saw him originally post this. This was pretty funny. And I'll give you guys the article for that QAnon piece on Hillary Clinton. Just one moment. It says, just remember, just because Super Bowl is on Sunday, we may not know the real winner for days or even weeks 
after the time allotted for official scoring, referees will still have to tally all mail-in touchdowns and so-called extra points before they initially officially announce a new champion. And it's so it's just so good. It's so good, man. And that's the thing. Like uh, the Chiefs and the Patriots, uh, not the Patriots, the Chiefs and Tampa Bay Buccaneers play tomorrow. Um, it's the big Super Bowl game. I don't know if anyone you guys are watching it. And uh, yeah, are we going to find out weeks after the Super Bowl who the winner is? We all know what she's getting at. What, I just thought this was funny to end on, man. What do you think? Oh, it's awesome, dude. I, I hope that I honestly hope that we just keep poking at this. You know, no, we don't we don't want to sit around for every single show or whatever for an hour and a half, two hours, and just keep banging that drum on the on the election because we all know it's stolen. We have we have other stuff to report on and discuss and everything, but these little gems that just pop out, we just keep poking at them, poking at them. I mean, I I hope that continues, man. It's just gold. <laughs> Absolutely, man. I'm seeing the chat right now. Uh, who cares? I don't care about pro sports. No way. I hate football. Uh, it's gay. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Some people are watching. Some people aren't. It's just something uh, something fun to watch. Everyone's saying hi, buddy. You're back on camera. So it was fun, man. We're going to hang on the chat for a little bit and hang out with you guys. But don't forget, guys, if you want to continue to support this show on a full-time basis, it's more important than ever. We lost a lot of viewers because a lot of people, were they just gave up after uh, Joe Biden got in. But we are here for the long run, guys. This show is going to adapt. We're not going to be covering Joe Biden uh, news every day. I want to mix in more comedy, more entertainment, more laughs with this content, more shit posting, more... um, just more trolling too with these and we're just going to have to we're going to have to figure out new ways to present and that's what we're going to be doing on this show guys so it's going to take some time we're going to adapt and change but your donations what you uh donate on on d live right now they all matter they all count and if you guys wanted to uh also uh just support the show go to my store we're gonna have new products very soon um and check out the uh the woke size t-shirts the v-necks the hoodies the defund the media um the hoodies all these great stuff orange man rad uh, Trump won uh, coffee mugs. We have a bunch of coffee mugs here. The beer glasses, water bottles, hats, it's all there for you guys. So if go find something that you like. Go find something for your friends and family. We even have magnets, so that's pretty cool. There's always something that you can find for a family member. And one other thing, guys, if you want to become a monthly sponsor of this show or know a Patriot business that would benefit from being on this show to get the word out there about their products that are online, about a local business that um, they want to get some online sales to, send them my way to woke society one 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 four ones at gmail.com. And we can get you set up with a sponsorship on the show. I would love to support um, Patriot businesses. I'm, I have a few on the docket now. Um, some friends, um, one friend that's uh, she's great with art. She actually uh, made a picture um, here, which I'll show, uh, I'll show in a different episode, but I want to start getting more Patriot businesses um, advertised on this show. Uh, to support the people that still they care about this country, we need to we need to hit these people in the wallet, guys, in the wallet, and uh, stop supporting um, these people. And again, thank you to all my mods for doing a kick-ass job on the show as well. So, guys, wokesize.tv is a great way to become a monthly personal monthly sponsor. It's cheaper than a Netflix subscription. You can watch me on Roku this way. And the live streams are now available on the Roku as well. So you can watch me right on your TV. You can do a monthly subscription or sign up for the entire year. It's a great way, great way to support the show and all that good stuff. And again, guys, check out my sponsors, my buddy, Sean from LifeWave and my mother's business, Alula Wellness, to lose some weight. It's all health health uh, products right now uh, to get rid of the uh, the COVID 
the COVID wait, the bad things COVID did to all of us. I find it. How was your first show, man? What did you think? Man, this is awesome. Um, you know, I, I, some of y'all may recognize my name out there. I've been in a lot of the chats with uh, with people for, for a while now. And, you know, so I've, I'm used to seeing the attitude and the morale and everything move around. And, it, you know, I love it. I love this. Uh, I love the woke army. I love everybody out there. Uh, this has been really cool, you know, sitting here discussing all this with you. And, and uh, I was looking forward to it a lot, man. I hope we can we can do this more. And, um, you know, I just want to tell everybody, you know, I know the core crowd that's out there in the chat right now. I've, I've been there with y'all for a while, and um, I just want y'all to stay encouraged, man. Y'all laugh. Y'all have fun with this. I mean, uh, we got to get back out there and keep having discussions with people and uh, just keep finding the funny, you know, in all of it. I mean, we got to laugh at this. It's it's so ridiculous at times that you just you got to laugh at this junk. Absolutely, guys. And a lot of people are asking who you are, man. I find it's been around this. I I can say, man, this this my channel was the one that got you into this stuff, right? Absolutely, man. Absolutely. Yeah. He he was uh, he's been around for a while. He's been a mod for a while, and um, he's looking to get his uh, start his own channel, but. You guys knew I was looking for a co-host and all that stuff, so we're, uh, we just, it was Crash Course. I sent him the articles an hour before the show, and um, guys, he's working off his phone right now. He's not even on a computer. You have no idea how hard, this is hard to do with, I have two monitors, I have a Beast computer, I have a soundboard. It's difficult with just that. He was doing it from his phone, he's speaking through his phone, so yeah. I know some people are saying the, uh, the, the audio was a little scratchy, but guys, that's, he's doing this from a phone on Zoom. Um, so it went smooth as butter as I thought this hour and a half flew by and um, once he's got once he's got it set up He's got some stuff coming in guys. We're gonna he's gonna have you know a real microphone and all that good stuff And it's going to be um, this could mean ladies and gentlemen more shows more shows because that's what I was looking for doing The way I am meticulous with setting up shows. It'd be too much away From everything else I have responsibilities for to do this five days a week But with a co-host it's easier to bounce ideas off and all that good stuff. So Everyone, uh, his name's I Find It. I Find It. And, uh, yeah, I, I, I cut your name off on the screen there, buddy. But I got your icon <laughs> up there. His name is I Find It. He's been one of my mods in here for a long time. He supports all the shows. He's always been a longtime supporter of this show. Um, so I appreciate it, man. I really appreciate you coming on here. Um, it was a good time. Yeah, man, I love it. I love it. Love everybody out there. I love how this this uh, this show is uh, structured and everything. And hey, y'all can y'all can still find me on Twitter. I, I mean, I don't know how I'm still there, but yeah, I'm still over there. And uh, of course, I'm on Gab, and uh, y'all can still find me over there as well. So I was. Y'all can saying, find me. Let's have a good time. People are saying he kind of sounds like Methods. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I see. I'm actually Methods. You know, <laughs> Met Methods all. is all. We are all methods. We are all methods. <laughs> I don't know if he's watching right now. He's probably prepping for a show. I don't know if you heard that, but methods, if you heard that, um, I'm sure he'll drop some kind of comment in the chat here, but we'll see. He's hosting right now, so he might be watching. Yeah, I'm going to be trolled later. <laughs> yep, we can expect it. But uh, Suki, you are the luckiest follower of today. The uh, the the chest has been distributed. And Suki, you are, you're there. You got 9.8 lemons. All right. Uh, top contributors of the stream here for D Live. Let me pull this up here. Uh, we got what we got here. Dur Durius, Free Froggin. That's a great name. Rosika 108. D Patriot 1776. What else we got, buddy? We got Ravalon, Philly Patriot 17, Deb Song 02, and number three for the night is Liz G. And we have Texas for Trump with a thousand and Patriot seven one four taking the top spot. 
pulling the uh, prices right here with a 1001 lemon getting that top spot there. You want to opt in with the lemon, Patriot. Uh, 1770, oh, 714. That's awesome. So, yes, the chest did open. If you didn't see it, you missed it. Sorry, but it was open. So, I don't want to hear anyone crying about the lemons. You're doing a great job, Scott. Keep up the amazing work. Thank you, guys. It's been a great time to close out the week here. Let me just make sure I haven't missed any cash app donations and all that good stuff. And as soon as I take my hand off the uh, the mouse, my son is all over it. No. No? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know about that, buddy. Star of the show. Dose. Yep. He could be a future co-host as well. Dose. So thank again, Susan. Off the donation and Michelle, thank you again for the donation. It was uh, very much appreciated and all that good stuff. And I'm glad everyone likes the new hat, the new American hat. I'm, I don't know if, if I don't know if an American hat can send comms, but hopefully I put that to bed and um, all that good stuff. So we'll see what happens, guys. I could be doing a show tomorrow. We'll have to see, depending on um, if I'm sober or not. We'll have to see, and uh, we'll have to see what happens. We could be doing a surprise stream tomorrow um, for something that is going to be very exciting. And um, you guys will see. You guys will definitely know. You'll, you'll know what I'm talking about. Every, everything's uh, kind of secret right now, but we'll have to see what happens tomorrow. If I'm here, you guys will hear the uh, hear the announcement, but it's going to be awesome. Going to be awesome. So thank you guys for joining here. Let me check uh, Pilled to make sure if anyone gave me a power chat over on Pilled. We could be. I don't want to miss you guys. Scrolling up here. Rich, $75 power chat. Thank you, my friend. Little Man Woke and Mr. Society's greetings. Here is my payment to spam my rage beams. <laughs> Thank you, Rich. Yeah, if you guys don't know Rich, Rich lives over in the uh, in the uh, pill chat. I call the uh, Rich's sandbox. That's where he hangs out. He, uh, If you're in the chat, you can't miss Rich. I can, I can, I can promise you that. So, Thank you, Rich, for the $75 donation. I appreciate it, my friend. That is a gracious uh, donation. And the best part about it, that a part of that goes to pill.net and Foxhole, which is awesome. Awesome, awesome. Thank you for supporting me, for supporting um, alternative uh, tech platforms. That's awesome. That's awesome. And yes, Foxhole, any day now, the chat will be here. And trust me, guys, when it's out, you will know. You will absolutely know. And it's going to be great. It's going to be great. So, I find it. What do you got? You got anything planned for this weekend with the wifey? What do you got going on? Man, we're going to celebrate a birthday tomorrow. Sit around and chill. Just relax. You know, I I still work full time, you know, working 50, 60 hours a week. So uh, if I get any time to rest, I'm going to take it. You know what I mean? Absolutely, man. That's awesome. Celebration on the birthday. That's always an awesome thing. That's great. That is great. All right. All right, guys. We're probably going to bounce out of here in just a minute. Can't wait till uh, chat is live on Foxhole. We know, guys. We know. We see it in all the shows. We see it in every chat we have. People are literally just waiting for a chat on Foxhole. And um, the move is going to be made. And it's going to be... Guys, when it's out, you guys are going to love it. You guys are going to love it. It's going to be great. We tested a a version of it um, not too long ago. And uh, just from what we saw with the test, guys, you guys are going to love it. It's gonna be awesome. So when it's out, you will all know. Trust me, we're gonna every creator out here. Methods, we're we're gonna be blasting it, and um, we're, it's gonna be great. And yes, fo- the foxhole has been working fantastic. Um, it doesn't buffer, and uh, when you comparing it to D Lock and these other platforms, 
Twitch buffers, DLive buffers. I saw DLive buffer today as I was doing the stream. You're not going to have to worry about that garbage on, uh, on Foxhole. And that will be funded all by the community, all by the Woke fam, the other content creators, and it's going to grow. We're going to add more content creators to it, guys, and it's going to be... It's going to be something that is much needed at this time where we're at and uh, we're right at the uh, we're at the ground. We're at the ground floor and it couldn't be a better time for it. So great, great to see. I first see a mass exodus from DLive to Foxhole when Foxhole gets chat. It's from Sammy Q Patriot. 100% absolutely. Foxhole doesn't do full screen for all channels. Danish girl. Okay, I'll let the uh, devs know. I know I mentioned it to him the other day. Um, I know my channel was fixed because uh, on the phone, I even noticed on my phone um, when you do the full screen, it doesn't. Uh, when you turn the phone to full screen, it wouldn't change, but mine does. Um, but if you guys can let me know what channels aren't, I will let the guys on the dev team know so we can get that fixed. How did you get re-lemonized? Space Force Cuboy, I have no idea. I wrote them a while ago. I rewrote them a couple uh, about a week ago. And... Uh, they let me have it. They took mostly everybody that I know. I don't even know. I think Tron is the only other one. Everyone else got demonetized again. Um, it's just a really shitty feeling um, that DLive did that in the first place. This is why I don't really trust. Uh, I don't trust this platform. I don't. They already they already show their true colors. So we will be doing our best to move everybody off this platform because we need to support our own businesses, our own um, our own everything. So let's see. All right, guys. Let me get this music outro here. I find it. It was a pleasure, my friend. Oh, it's awesome, man. We're going to have to do awesome. this again. And uh, I know it's going to be easier when you have a, when you have your own computer <laughs> and not working off a phone. I can't even imagine and all that stuff. But uh, I appreciate Gotta it, make it work, man. Got to do what you can, right? Got to do what you can. That's it. And yes, uh, once he has a real microphone, guys, the audio will be better. But it, it, it sufficed. It wasn't bad. Trust me, he wouldn't be on the show if I if I think it sounded like shit. I can trust me now, but it sounded fine. Great show. Everyone loved it. Good night, Patriots. Love and light. You guys have a great weekend. If you're watching the football uh, Super Bowl or not, do something to take your mind off the uh, news, ladies and gentlemen. I might be doing a stream tomorrow, and uh, we'll have to see. We'll have to see. It'll be a surprise. But, guys, follow me on Telegram for all the notifications. Follow me on Gab. Uh, all that good stuff. And Fitmom33, thank you for always showing up, Scott. Absolutely. I will always be here. I did not give up. I'm still receiving emails that I gave up. I don't know what people are talking about, but not the case. Not the case. So, ladies and gentlemen, stay safe, stay strong, and stay woke. Have a good night, everybody. Good night.